The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John. Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or do others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to you, the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to thy voice. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So sorry, we're, we're going to have a short sermon again this week. I know you're all devastated. Um, but yeah, so it's funny, you have to come to the 8.30 service to get the long sermon. Um, Today we celebrate the feast of Christ the King, or as it's as it's come to be known in the past decade or so, or the Reign of Christ Sunday. And in some ways, I suppose, at least with today's reading, the Reign of Christ Sunday is, is sort of more appropriate because the the passage uh, before Pilate really talks about about what the Reign of Christ is more more so than than the readings that we've been reading frankly, re- leading all up to this Sunday from, from the letter to the Hebrews, which really describe Christ really being king and, and not just king, that, that, that priest on the order of Melchizedek, that priest king um, where, where he's, where he's the, the king and the, and the priest and the sacrifice all sort of all in one sort of like the, the Christus Rex, uh, those, those uh, crosses where Jesus is, has a, crown as well as a chasuble on, which really sort of demonstrates who Jesus is. Whereas this passage today from um, John's gospel, where he stands before Pilate, that we hear generally, you know, during Holy Week, um, is, is really talks about the reign of Christ and, and, and has oftentimes been uh, misunderstood and 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 is in some ways the whole the whole theology of what Jesus said has has been misunderstood and has sort of created this heaven is someplace else and um, we don't have to actually worry about the world we live in because someday Jesus is coming back and snatching us off this horrid planet and taking us to heaven right which is not good theology or stewardship of of what God has given us in creation. And also not true. Um, you know, when Jesus says, my kingdom is not from here, he's not meaning that, that there's this heaven place that he's going to go take us to someplace. My kingdom is not from here is, is my reign is not the type of reign that, that you understand as kingdom. It's different, right? 
Um, if my reign were an earthly reign, then my disciples would be fighting. They'd be fighting an earthly battle to keep me from being handed over. If this is, if this is what um, you're thinking about as far as king, as far as power, as far as oppression, as far as this, then that's not what we're talking about. My kingdom, my reign isn't this type of reign. Um, so Pilate says, so you are a king. And Jesus is like, okay, so right. You say that, but really, um, I come to testify to the truth. And Pilate says, even though we didn't read it, we all know the line after this, I hope, right? Pilate says, what is truth? What is truth? Which is funny, not so funny, because Pilate, as the sort of the one who's, who's the judge and ruler, might should be looking to get to the bottom of things and to find out what the truth is. But in fact, we see quickly that Pilate doesn't really care about what the truth is. Um, he's worried about keeping the order of things. And this isn't unlike um, oftentimes the justice system in across the world where people are less concerned about getting to the truth and more concerned about keeping the status quo, right? And in fact, what Jesus is beginning to undo was a thousand years, even in Israel, of, of embracing God not being king, but people being king. Remember, you may not remember, but I'm going to remind you if you've forgotten. But once upon a time in Israel's history, they did not have a king, right? They were ruled by judges. And um, God was king. And um, during during time of Samuel, the people said, we want a king. And Samuel says, you don't want a king. And they said, yeah, we do. We want a king. We want to be like the other nations. And so Samuel goes and, and prays to God, and God says, they haven't rejected you. They've rejected me as their king. So I'll give them a king, but give them a warning. So Samuel says, here's your warning. These will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He'll take your sons and appoint them to his chariots to be horsemen, to run before his chariots. That is soldiers, right, for his army. He will appoint for himself commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties and some to plow his ground and to reap his harvest, to make his implements of war and the equipment of his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He'll take the best of your fields and your vineyards and olive orchards and give them to his servants. He'll take a tenth of your grain and of your vineyards and give it to his officers and to his servants. He'll take your male servants, your female servants, the best of your young men, your donkeys, and put them to his work. He'll take a tenth of your flocks and you shall be as slaves. And in that day, you'll cry out because of your king whom you've chosen for yourselves. But the Lord will not answer you on that day. And the people said, that sounds great. Give us a king. Someone who will lead us in battles. So we'll be like other nations. And so, right, this is what 
this is what King is. This is what King still is. And even though we're in this country where we don't have kings, this sounded pretty familiar to me. And so not only do we have a thousand years, basically, before Jesus of Israel living into this notion of king, um, even a little bit more than that, but we've had 2,000 years since Jesus where we still sort of have embraced this reality of, of what king is, or at least understood what king is. Jesus is here today saying, this isn't, this isn't what king is. This isn't what my reign is, and this isn't what God's reign is, right? I've come to testify to the truth. Pilate says, what is truth? And then he walks out. He doesn't say, what is truth? And allow Jesus to sort of go on. In fact, we already know the real question from, from John 14 isn't what is truth, it's who is truth, right? As Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. And when he talks about the voice, hearing truth, my followers hear my voice of truth, it goes back to John 10, where the shepherd voice and my sheep hear my voice and know my name. And so Jesus is sort of wrapping all these things up, or John, if you, if you want to say, of, of connecting all these dots of, of the kingdom of God and um, the new reign that's bursting forth into the world. Um, so not to forget what, what Jesus just said right before this too, of my followers are going to be the ones that lay down their lives for one another. My followers are going to be the ones who um, love one another as I have loved them. My followers are going to be the ones who wash one another's feet, who if you want to be the greatest of all, you have to be a servant. And this is what being a king in, in Christ's reign is, because this other interesting aspect of all of this is, in Christ's reign, he's not looking to be the sole king. He's looking for lots of kings to reign in his kingdom. For lots of kings. And this is one of those instances where you don't, you don't need to say kings and queens. No, you're a king. You're a king. You're a king. Like this is, this is the reality of what it is because he's taking this the same way that you're, you're a son that that you have all of the rights of of adoption you have all the rights to to of inheritance you're a king you have all the rights of this kingdom but the reality is you're a king not to reign over people but to serve to love to testify to the truth that god is the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end a to z which is what Alpha and Omega is. Most of you know that, but some of you might not, right? Alpha is the beginning of the alphabet. Omega is the end, A to Z. This is what we're saying. From the beginning to the end, Christ's kingdom is burst into the world, and we are part of that. And the, the church has been 
as guilty as the rest of the world at times of, of sort of being in power over people rather than serving. And even within churches, it may surprise you. You may have, have, have encountered people taking their ministry and hitting everybody away. This is my kingdom that I reign over. You cannot be a part of whatever, right? Fill in the blank. You all know, you've all been. Instead, we're, we're called to, to serve, to sign up, not to sort of be the reign of first Sunday lunch, but in order to make that a gift of hospitality for the church, to allow the kingdom of Christ to be felt, to be understood, to go and to serve and to light and to love. And so this is what Jesus, as he comes before Pilate, is not looking to snatch us away to some heavenly place. He's looking to invite us to serve, to love, to bless the world, to become a kingdom of priests and moreover a kingdom of kings that we might reign because God is not worried about um, sharing and having too much power. He'll willing to share the power. I'll share the power if you will proclaim the glory of my kingdom in this world. May we come and, and uh, embrace that reality, that light, that love, and, and serve, and enter and become kings in the reign of Christ. Amen. Amen.